Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to After the Fact. Welcome to the third episode in the sixth series of After the Fact, Clamars Community Radio's own quiz show. And thank you for joining me, wherever you are and whatever you're doing right now. Uh, we've got an exciting episode ahead of us, I believe, with questions relating, well, loosely, to the letter C tonight. Questions or answers will be to do with the letter C. Let's go and meet the teams. We've got a few first-time players and a few, well, I will generously just call them uh, veterans uh, who are coming back with us tonight. So let's go and meet our players. So, representing the blue team, the man who is the greatest veteran of them all, for after the fact, is back. And I'll say hello and good evening to Mr. Andrew Newman. John, good evening. How are you? And welcome to uh, um, my home. Oh, very good to welcome us into your home, Andrew. Thank you. Thank Lovely you. looking box room you have there. Yeah, this is the. This is the. Um, the yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a nondescript room that has crap in it. Only. Can we say the word crap at 8 o'clock tonight? Yes. yes. Just did. I'm allowing it. Okay. Okay. Welcome, Andrew. And how are you mm. feeling about getting back into the after facts swing of things? Well, um, last week was a difficult show. The first week I was shouting at the radio, answering questions that nobody could answer. So I'm hoping tonight I'd have a version of Well, you are the man with the experience tonight. You've been in every series since 2012, which is good I because do, both I of do. your teammates are making their debuts tonight. So your first teammate on the blue team is coming to us from not too far away from Banalot and Contrast Common is Bernie Osgood. Good evening, Bernie. Hi, John. How are you? Doing good, Bernie. How are you feeling? Great, yeah. Just been painting my bedroom, so um need to relax. Okay. Well, you've come, hopefully you've come to the right place. What colour is the bedroom becoming? Uh, what's on my hand there kind of a teal <laughs> kind of a okay <laughs> teal teal I'll have to go and look up what teal is after the show okay and it's, a, it's a bluey green John thank you Andrew I did actually know that but I thought it sounded like a joke I don't remember mind and your other teammate on the blue team is a brilliant quizzer who's joining us from the UK tonight it's also his debut so hello and good evening to Mr. Gareth Kingston hi you Gareth Hello, John. Hello, Claire Morris. Come on. <laughs> He's excited. <laughs> Very enthusiastic. Yeah. I'm, I'm drinking full sugar Coke. Sorry. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> well, last week, the, the, most of the teams were on wine last week. So that's, I don't know if that's a step up or a step down. But uh, <laughs> anyway, best of luck, Gareth. And I hope this goes well for us tonight. And for yourself. Now, across the uh, virtual table we go. And we talk to the red team. In alphabetical order, or first name, which we're doing this year, so we say hello to Mr. Dave Finn. Good evening, John. Dave, the man whose camera isn't working, so he's just a disembodied floating name. But uh, you're looking well, Dave. I am, I am. <laughs> I, I have to say, uh, uh, it, it is very much my colour. <laughs> Welcome back anyway, Dave. Good of you to rejoin us. Uh, your team, and our teammate on the Reds tonight, uh, former from the captaining era. She was, of course, not just the captain of the red team in the old days. She was the red baron. It's Linda Conway. Oh. Oh. Welcome back. I'm not the red baron this year, though. <laughs> no, we've gone a bit Republican, egalitarian and democratic. And feudal, the feudal <laughs> system of previous years has just gone out. But you're still a valued member of the red team. And I hope tonight goes off for you. And well, sure, it's fun. Yeah. Finally, making his debut tonight is an, a brilliant quizzer from uh, <laughs> <laughs> Elfin County Common. It's Mr. Michael Gunn. Good evening, Michael. Thank you very much, John. Uh, it's great to be on the show. At last, Michael. Sure you <laughs> At last, you have joined us after turning us out for several years. Mm. Okay, well, I wish you well tonight as well. Right, we're about to begin, but I suppose we've got two things to do. we got to go and meet our robot scorekeeper, Clancy. Good evening, Clancy. Good evening, everyone. To see or not to see, that is the answer. Error. Go to line 20. Oh, hang on. Clancy's having a bit of a problem. <laughs> He's having a bit of a problem there tonight. Hopefully he'll sort himself out before we uh, get Clancy's out. Clancy's changed vocally a wee bit. I do love the new Clancy, actually. 
Yeah, Clancy got an upgrade over the, the off-season, mm. which you would be aware of if you listen yeah, to the previous he, he appeared, John, he appears <laughs> to have turned into the man from the four-minute warning in the 80s. Because <laughs> if you listen to the start of Frankie Goes to Hollywood's Two Tribes, that's the same voice. <laughs> oh. I preferred the previous Clancy. Did you? Or even Francie as well. Yes. Francie, that is really going back a long way, all right. That's gone back a bit. Yeah, see, well, I'm a veteran, so like Francie was there when Clancy had the was in the hospital or something. That's true. The the time that uh, uh, Clancy got some teas built on him and was out of action for yeah. several weeks. Okay, let's get on with the quiz. Right, it's uh, the Reds who are starting tonight because they won the coin toss at the start of the series. And we're just doing every second episode, so this is episode three, so the Reds are going to be up first. It's round one, which is the multiple choice round. In this round, I will ask each player a question. They will have three potential right answers to choose from. If they give me the right answer on their own, they get two points for their side. However, they can confer with their teammate if they're not feeling confident. That's fine, but it's only worth one point. A wrong answer will see the remaining options offered across the other side who can confer and get a one-point bonus. We're starting with the Reds and alphabetically with the first name, we're starting with Dave Finn. Dave, topical question for you. Revered former Ireland football manager Jack Charlton passed away last weekend. Which years, Dave, marked the beginning and the end of Jack's time as manager of the Republic of Ireland? Your options are A, 1984 to 1994, B, 1986 to 1996, or C, 1987 to 1999. I have spent the last two days putting together a tribute for Jack Charlton. So, um, rather surprisingly, I might know this one. It's 86 to 96, starting with the game against Wales, finishing with the knockout defeat against Holland at Anfield for the night for Euro 96. Okay, nice bit of extra knowledge there from Dave. That gets two points for the red team. Well done. Yes. Well done, Dave. From uh, Jack. Well done, Dave, yeah. That was, that was, to be fair, that was a bit of a that was a bit of a gimme for someone who has spent the last few days putting together Jack Carlton tribute. It felt right for, it fell right for you, okay. Now, oh yeah, it was lucky. Across we go, blue team and for Bentley, Andrew, you're up. Puzzle. What would become the COVID-19 pandemic is considered to have started when, on the 31st of December 2019, the World Health Organization got reports from health authorities in China of a cluster of viral pneumonia cases of unknown cause in which city? Your options are A. Wuhan, B. Shenzhen, or C. Harbin. It's Wuhan. Yeah, that didn't take you long. That's correct. I'm a big fan of the Wuhan clan. <laughs> I remember we all laughed when there was the Wuhan shake, and now we're, you know, everybody. Well, I don't do, but I've seen it done. What flavour is the Wuhan shake? (laughs) Anyone? Okay, back over to the red team. Linda, you're up next. Okay, go. The cravat is a neckband, and it's considered the forerunner of the modern necktie or bow tie. It was first worn by members of a 17th century military unit which originated in which modern-day country? So where did the cravat come from? Was it A, Croatia, B, the Czech Republic, or C, Georgia? I need to confer on that one. Okay, she's conferring with her teammates, Dave and Michael. Okay, it comes from Kravatska, which is the Croatian for Croatia. And it's, if you notice, they all have that red and white check and the, the initial ones were red and white checks so yeah it's Croatia there we go thank you that is correct for one point well done, red team. good work alright across we go blue team and Bernie here's your first question Bernie which football team's name is missing from the title of this 1978 song by Elvis Costello and the Attractions the title is I don't want to go to where options are A Crystal Palace B Chelsea or C Chesterfield uh, I think I'll have to confirm too young for that one there now. <laughs> okay. If anyone knows. Andrew and Gareth, you're in. Help her out. It's Chelsea. It, yeah, it has to be Chelsea. It sounds also Rebecca quite else, so I didn't want to go to Chelsea. That is correct. Chelsea is the answer. Thank right you. All right. Uh, now the final question for the red team is going to be for Michael. Cleopatra, the last active ruler of the Ptolemaic Kingdom of Egypt and friend to both Julius Caesar and Mark Antony, was not the only queen to bear the name. Which regnal number is included in her full title? So was she Cleopatra the second, 
Cleopatra the fifth or Cleopatra the seventh? There were more than two of them anyway. So I would go for seven. He's going for seventh. And it gets him two points. That's good work. Yes. She was indeed Cleopatra the seventh. I wouldn't have got that. And the final question of this opening round is to Gareth Kingston. And here it is, Gareth. Prior to the adoption of the SOS distress signal, the Marconi International Marine Communication Company specified that for the company's installations, a call be given to ships in distress or in any way requiring assistance was to be which three-letter sequence? Options available are A, COC, B, CQD, or C, CCC. It's CQD. It is indeed CQD. That is correct. And it came from apparently CQ, so sounded like security in French, and indeed just meant urgent. All right, that's the end of round one, and it's uh, excellent by everyone there. So let's go and check the scores with Clancy. Blue team five points, red team five points. Right, so the sides are level. We're going to round two now. Round two is our connections round. In this round, I will give the teams two pieces of information. If they can tell me what links them with tonight's team, they get three points. They can request a third piece of information and a fourth piece of information. But if they do, they're playing for two and one points respectively. A wrong answer at any point. We'll see all four pieces of info given across the other side. Who could confer for a one point bonus? We're going to start with the blues. So Andrew, Bernie and Gareth, here are your first two pieces of info. The European built laboratory that is part of the ISS and the director of Home Alone. Hmm. Laboratory in the ISS. I think oh, Home Alone though, should know that one. I'm um, terrible at movies, so I'm out of the thought there. And how are you at space station components? <laughs> Linda doesn't think very very highly so, of your uh, obviously. Linda. It's a James something, James, uh, James Webb Space Telescope. I don't think it's that. Um, it's not Hubble, obviously. No, I, sh- I should know it from the film one. Um, no. Okay. Bernie, any thoughts, Bernie? I'm trying to think of the director, but I can't think. Mm. And Space Station now wouldn't be my forte. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll give you another <laughs> piece of info. So, guys, is that all right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Sure. We got the European built laboratory that is part of the ISS the director of Home Alone and the largest city in the state of Ohio. Uh, Cleveland, maybe? Um, or is this one of these trick questions about the largest city in Ohio? Now, I'm also terrible at geography, so this is a great round for me. Well, I'm so, yeah, Cleveland's the one that comes to mind. Mm. Cleveland comes to mind for me as well, but I... Oh, it's John Hughes, isn't it, directed Home Alone? Where would that be with Cleveland if that was a link? Um, I don't know. Do we need another clue? Or do we gamble? At least Cleveland starts with a C. Okay, what are we going to go for it? What are we going to do? We're going to gamble or. I don't like gambling. We may as well get a point rather than gamble. Okay, go on. Okay. Here it is. So for one point, here are all four pieces of info the European built laboratory that's part of the ISS the director of Home Alone, the largest city in Ohio, and the year 1492. Columbus. Isn't it? Yeah. Jeez, was it not John Hughes? That's correct. It was not John Hughes. No, that was was Chris Columbus. Yeah. Right, so 1492, obviously the year Columbus sailed and happened upon America. The largest city in Ohio, not Cleveland, it's Columbus, Ohio. See, that's what I was thinking was a trick question. Uh, I couldn't think of it. And you were right. Chris Columbus, director of Home Alone, and that laboratory on the ISS is the Columbus Laboratory. So, anyway, you got a point there, blue team. With Clancy, will jot that down for you now. Okay, across we go to Reds. That's uh, Dave, Linda, and Michael, and here's your first two pieces of info. We have PET, P-E-T, all capitaled, and VIC-20, V-I-C, is capitaled in that case. Ah, uh, these languages of viruses. Are these languages or viruses? And I'm not sure. What do you think, guys? I haven't. Yeah, I think I'll go for another clue because I'm not really. Nothing's springing to my mind, so I'd rather go for another clue. Yeah, go for it. Okay, so we started with PET, all capitalized. 
then VIC20 where VIC is capitaled and now the third piece of info is Amiga A-M-I-G-A but it's not cap- it's just one letter is capitalised in Amiga I think Gareth looks like- Gareth has the look of a man who knows would the be, answer would, would there be Commodore Could related be. Commodore computer related that makes sense yeah, because I was thinking. You only see, it's the C anyway. Yeah, I was thinking computer software of some kind. How, how 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 sure are you? Because I think we might need to learn the lesson from from Andrew in the sense of we can gamble. <laughs> but if, if the next one is like the C sixty, you know, those ones, we will get a point. So we're I'm one. I normally I'd say if you if you're more than if you're ninety percent sure, I'd say let's risk it. If you're not, we should take the final clue. Okay, what are you going to do? Michael, it looks like he's put it in your court. Sorry, I feel like I shouldn't have thrown that. <laughs> but the, the, final say, clue can, the final clue does kind of, it, is, it, gives, it doesn't give it away, but it, it's, it's kind of, it will, it will probably validate what we're seeing. I, it, yeah, it's definitely something computery. I knew that from, yeah. but I just, yeah. I've never heard of the Commodore Pet or the Commodore Vic 20. So, yeah. I, 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 shall we go for the third? Okay, I, 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 that's my hunch, but I'm not sure I'm, Confident enough to, yeah, let's take the point the, out. Yeah, let's take okay. the third John. No problem. We've got the pet, Vic Twenty, Amiga, and finally is the number sixty four. <laughs> it is Commodore. Oh, <laughs> yeah, sorry, Michael. <laughs> You're right, no worries. Yes, one in the hand is worth two in the bush. <laughs> in case. Yeah. So yeah, Michael had it. He had it after three clues. They are all computers released by Commodore International. Uh, the particularly big in the late 70s and early 80s computer company. Uh, the 64 launched in 1982, one of the best-selling computers in the world ever. The Amiga was launched in 1985. Before all them was the VIC-20 in 1981 and the PET in 1977. Okay, back we go to the blue team for their second question of this round. First two pieces of information are the Cook Islands and China Cargo Airlines. China Cargo Airlines... Is this something about a name change or something? Um, mm. It has to be. Well, no, no, well, it doesn't have to be. Could be. <laughs> um, Cook Islands, what do we know about Cook Islands? Pacific Ocean. Um, no, China Cargo Airlines. I've never heard of them, which makes me think they changed their name to something. Is there an, yeah. an airline beginning with C? Um, that we can think of not Cafe um, Pacific. Cafe, oh, that's not bad. Oh, that's not a bad shout. Cafe, but is that strong enough? To oh, I'd that? say get another hint. Oh, we have to. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Go on. Yeah. Go for John. All right. So we've the Cook Islands, China Cargo Airlines, and your third piece of info is, and forgive my pronunciation here, Louis Jekyll. S. It looks it's Hungarian. I think S Z E K E L Y, Jekyll. Jekyll. Well, that means nothing to me. Nor me. I don't know. I've got, I've got nothing based on that. Um, no, we'll go I mean, again, I think. Yeah. yeah. All right. Hopefully, this will give you this fourth one. Cook Islands, China Cargo Airlines, Louis Jekyll, and Calvin mm-hmm. Klein. Calvin Klein. Are these all just CK? Oh, oh he's Louis CK, isn't he? He's the comedian. American comedian Louis C.K. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cook Islands. So it's going to, it's going to be uh, initialised as C.K. It has to be that. But... Yeah. There's the point. Well done. Got there. Well done. Well done. So yeah, you've already said three of them. Calvin Klein uses his initials in lots of his sub-brands C.K. Louis C.K. That's his real name is uh, exactly. China Cargo Airlines. is That's what it's called still. But their IATA two-letter code is CK on flying and the Cook Islands internet domain is CK dot CK right final question of the round goes over to the red team Dave, Linda and Michael your first two pieces of information are Final Fantasy 7 and an Aristophanes play featuring a caricature of Socrates oh god they're all after animals I think it might be clouds but I played Final Fantasy VII so long ago that I can't remember anything about Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> I know it's been remastered because I've seen videos about it, but I can't. But there is, but there's also the Cuckoo, but this Cloud Cuckoo Land comes from Aristophanes, 
and there is the cloud, but I'm not confident enough at, to take a three-point punt on it. Okay. I might be horribly wrong. What do you think, Michael? Lost me there. I don't. I was trying to write down what he was the second clue, and I, I don't know. Final Fantasy Seven is. I don't know. I'm. Yeah. I need a, a third Maybe. and fourth and possibly a fifth clue here. Hopefully <laughs> 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 the next clue. So. Oh, oh the fifth clue will be worth. <laughs> no. Not. <laughs> It'd just be for talking. Okay. What do you want to do, guys? Uh, take next clue. All right. Yeah. Final Fantasy Seven. The Aristophanes play featuring a character of Socrates and IT stored on servers rather than client computers. Cloud. 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 Aristophanes does me again. Curse that Aristophanes. In the break, I'll tell my Aristophanes story. All right, well, we'll save that for a minute now. Hold on. I'll just give everyone the explanation here. Well, the fourth thing you never needed was Cumulus, Stratus, and Cirrus, which are obviously cloud designations. IT stored in servers is cloud computing. The Aristophanes play was the clouds. And Final Fantasy VII's main protagonist, blonde guy, spiky hair, was Cloud. That was his name, the character. Right, that's the end of round two. Let's go check on the scores with Clancy. Blue team seven points. Red team eight points. So, chink of daylight there. The Reds are in a one-point lead as we go into round number three. Round three is our audio round. In this round, the team that's in will listen to a piece of music and can get a point for identifying the artists and the song titles. I need both for one point. Then there will be two subsequent questions that are related and they are again worth one point. Wrong answers though at any stage can be offered across for a bonus. We go with the team that's trailing, which currently now is the Blues. So Blues, I'll have a listen and I'll play this first piece of music. So, Andrew, Bernie and Gareth, uh, tell me what that song was and who is it by? It's Rock the Casbah by The Clash. Yeah. Yes, it is. That's correct. All right, you have two subsequent questions on, uh, related to Rock the Casbah by The Clash. Originally released in 1982, this song didn't chart here in Ireland until some years later, when it was re-released following the success of Should I Stay or Should I Go, which it featured in a commercial for Levi's Jeans. In what year did both of these songs reach the top 10 of the Irish charts? Oh, I... I, would have, I would have thought the advert was sometime around 1990-ish. Mm. I... Yeah, say 1990 as well. I want to go back a bit further to 1987. Yeah, uh... So I do. I, mm. I think... I mean, I'm thinking about when it was on in the UK, I suppose, but I, I would have thought it was... Oh, no, you know, you probably get yeah. it for... I think it's later, because I was in secondary school in 89, and I think it was after that. Mm. Well, the majority rules here, and I'm the odd one out, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> should, we go, what, should we go 90? Yeah. Yeah, 1990? Yeah. Mm. I'm oh. afraid it's incorrect. Oh. So across we go, potential bonus for the Reds. In what year oh, we're both... It, 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 just a year, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just a year. Really? It's not 1990. <laughs> I have no idea. I was thinking 80s, but, like, I don't know. No, I, I think I think it's later. Um, Michael, any... No, music wouldn't be my strong party, but I would have thought it was before that now. I would have thought it was in secondary school at the time, so I would have said late 80s. All right. But well, I could be mad. Pick a year, guys. Only a bonus. Yeah, Come on. That's, that's what I was thinking as well, but... Okay. If, well, what well, I I don't think so. I think it's later than ninety. But I'm happy to go. I'm happy to take the, the two to one is fine by me. Okay, what are you going? With? When when would you so eighty eight, eighty nine type thing or? Yeah, yeah, around then eighty eight, eighty nine. That was that was where I was kind of sitting. We'll go for eighty nine then, will we? Eighty nine. Yeah, fine. Eighty nine. Okay. Okay. Eighty nine. Nineteen ninety one, everyone. So you went oh. the wrong way. Oh, sorry, dude. <laughs> Oh, well. <laughs> okay. I'm not far out. Only three years. Uh, we get one year out T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought it was much later. I don't no. know why. And yeah. last question for the blue team on that. 
Both songs mentioned in the previous question were released originally as part of which Clash album of 1982? Their best selling and the last to feature the classic lineup of the band. Gareth. Um, I mean, London Calling, I would say, is probably the most famous one. The right? seminal album. I mean, Sandinista was fairly late, but I don't think it was. I'd probably. Oh, what's, what's the other one? Um, not White Riot. Um, I cannot help you. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd probably go London Calling. I'm afraid that's oh. not right. Okay, over we go. Another potential bonus. Could for the be an album called um, Combat Rock. Was that a Clash album? Possibly. I would have thought. The problem is, is that the ones that Gareth have mentioned were all the ones I would think. <laughs> I know London Calling was the first, was the first one. I think White Riot is a, isn't an album name, but I'm not sure. All I've got in my head at the moment is individual track names, and I cannot think. Like I've got like unless no. I, yeah, Combat Rise is because it's the only thing I'm coming up with, unless Linda has something. No, um, Clash albums are not my um, forte. Okay, so you're playing with? Combat Rock. Combat Rock. It's correct. Oh, wow. Well done, Michael. Well done. Oh, man. OMG. Good, 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 good point. All right, well done. That's the end of that question. So we're going to now play the first piece of music for the Red Team. Are we guys? We're all okay with yeah, that? Drive in the car, isn't it? Yeah. Michael, you're muted. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that was Drive by the Cars. Okay, two questions on that. Red team. At which event held almost exactly 25 years ago this week did Drive by the Cars feature prominently when it was used in a video of an ongoing famine? This appearance even caused the song to re-enter the UK singles charts a year after its initial release. Not a hard question. I love, I love the false ending there. Thank you. <laughs> uh, well, that was live, mate. <laughs> I think that's the easiest question of the night. Just tell them. Okay. And finally, this song was written by which musician, the band's lead singer, who passed away on September 15th, 2019? That is Rick Good. Yes, it is, David. Correct. Good one, Dave. Thanks, I mean, if he'd asked me it was the bass player, we were in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next piece of music for the blue team is coming up right now. Let's get out on the floor I like to move it Come and give me some more Watch me get physical Out of control There's people watching me I never miss a beat Still the night Kill the lights Feel it under your skin Bit of a change of pace there Okay, Blue Team Who's that and what's the name of the song? I have no clue of that one (laughs) I I, I, I listen to dear people So... (laughs) That's no use to me. <laughs> Every time you don't know what something is musically <laughs> under. <laughs> um, yeah, it could be any one of the kind of pop waifs, but um, I wouldn't even, even if we guessed the right one, that I wouldn't mm-hmm. know the uh, song One beginning type. with C, anyway. Oh, good, good oh, yeah, point. Um, hang on, so we've got... Um, but it'd be Christina Aguilera then, so... Kibosiara, I didn't know um, it was her because she has a million notes in every line of her... Songs, no, so. but it, it could be her. But even so, we don't know the song title, do we? That's true. Um, Did I just yeah, know? Oh well. This sounds like a pass. Yeah, I think it very much is. Okay. And I'm looking forward to the bonus question. <laughs> 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 All right, over we go. Red team. Potential bonus for you here. Michael is still muted again. Sorry, oh, Michael. Yeah. Right. Well, that's that, that's one. That's that's clearly one for those of us who listen to guitar music. Um, <laughs> Have you I, can't even think of, I can't even think of generic female singer that youths are into who name begin with C. The only one, uh, the only one I could kind of think of is Camila Cabello, but it might not be her. That's the, I don't know the song title, but that's the only artist beginning with C in that kind of okay. pop wave like structure, as was said earlier. <laughs> that's the only, that's the only good thing I've got. Can right. I push you for an answer, please? That that one because that's at least two times more than I can give you. 
And I'm I'm out as well. So work, work away. Wrong there. I, I, so no. Okay. There. No. I have the buzzer. No. Okay. That there was. <laughs> that was Cascada with evacuate the dance floor. Of course. Oh. Weirdly, I've actually heard of them. <laughs> Thanks. Well, have the blue team heard of them? Because here are two subsequent questions. Oh. All right, here we go. Oh, brilliant. These are going to be fun. <laughs> I'm going to sit back for a bit. <laughs> um, question have one. Have a beer, Andrew. Have a beer. <clears throat> Cascada represented their native country in the 2013 oh. Eurovision Song Contest with the song Glorious. Which country? What's the song called? Glorious. Glorious. Sorry. Um, right. Okay, I'm sure they're Nordic or Scandies or something. Okay. Um, then sort of Swedish wouldn't be a bad shout, would it? Um, I mean, that's sort of Europe poppy dance. You often get Dutch as well. But um, if you think it's Nordic, let's go for Sweden or something. Is that what you're going with? Sweden. 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 Oh. Ah. correct. <laughs> so across we go, Reds. Well, John knows that my my love of Eurovision is only topped my my love of wavy strafy females <laughs> since two thousand and ten. Okay. But Cascada, I think they went the wrong end of Europe. I think it's something. It's it, it's more likely to be Mediterranean. <gasps> now that narrows it down to about fifteen countries. But oh my god! I think Cascada might be might be Italians, just from the name alone. No, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if they're Italian. I don't because I remember. Well, this was a few years ago. I've listened to them now. It's been a while since I even read about them. But I don't remember any Italian around them. But that's just fair enough. Look, I'm, we could just guess. Instinct? What would be your instincts? I I do definitely don't think they're Northern European. But okay. if that sound is so generic, it could be from. They could be Faroe Islanders, so we would know. You know, that's that's how generic. Can I please push so. you for an answer? Well, the Iceland written down, but I don't know what that. If that right? Well, go on then. Okay, what do you say? Iceland. Iceland. <laughs> no, they are a German group, and they represented Germany oh. in the Eurovision in 2013. Oh no! Well, back we go. Back we go to the blues. I I, I was very wrong. Cool. This, this song here, "Evacuate the Dance Floor," was a UK number one in 2009. However, it didn't hit the top of the Irish charts, stalling at number two. This means the group's only number one in Ireland is which song, their biggest hit, released in 2006? That's our knowledge of Castlegarda's back catalogue. Um, is it I'm Free? It's worth a guess. Okay. You're Unless you're mixing up with someone else, but that's... Yeah, go for it. I'm afraid it's not right. Huh. Cross we go, Reds. Linda. The only other Cascada song that's coming to mind is "What Hurts the Most," but I don't know. I don't know if that went to number one in Ireland. But that's the no. only other Cascada song I can remember the name of. That's fine by me, Michael. I'm out. Cascada would be on my. Oh yeah, go with You're Linda. Right you you give it to John. Go on, Linda. What are you saying? I don't think that's the answer. Anyway. The only one I know is "What Hurts the Most," but I don't even think that mightn't be the title. That's just what's in my head. But no, I'm not. That's, that's I'm it's not right. I know Fair. that. That song was called Every Time We Touch. Oh, of course. Oh. <laughs> yeah, of course it was. <laughs> All right. We've one piece of music left in this round. I, I, know, I know less now than when that round started. <laughs> this round seems to have started a half an hour ago, as far as I'm concerned. Okay, here we go. We've got one piece of music left, and it's for the red team. And here it comes. song is on the road again okay and i'm Bye. between two I can't, i've got two bands in my head i know one is very wrong and one is one is right but i just can't remember which one is which the song is definitely on the road again michael which which of them begins with c <laughs> both of them <laughs> uh, <laughs> the i have i have can't heat and cheap trick and i have a feeling that it's can't heat well that's what i'm going because it doesn't sound anything like cheap trick well, that's better. That that makes that puts my mind at rest. Can't he on the road again, John? That's correct. Well done. I don't know why I thought cheap. I think it's just because cheap trick come, you know, just came into my head. I don't know why. Well, the vocal that came in there doesn't sound anything like cheap tricks vocal, which is why I kind of was like. Okay, well done. Good teamwork. Yeah. 
Now you have two subsequent questions. This song was sung by the band's guitarist, Alan Wilson. Wilson was found dead in September 1970, the same month as Jimi Hendrix, by coincidence, with the cause of death being accidental acute barbiturate intoxication. What age was he when he died? The only reason you'd ask his, his, his age is if he's a member of the 27s. Good, will be. Or is it, I always get some, is it 27 or 28? And you'd also bring up Hendrix. So is it 27 or 28? I can never remember. I always get this. I'm always... Dance sure. 27, 27, 27, yeah. It is the 27 clubs. Yeah, 27. Why bring up 27, John? Ah, decrypted my question writing. Well done there, Dave. Nice. Well done, Dave. He was indeed another member of the 27 <laughs> club. Listen, I was about to say 28. So, <laughs> so you had... You had uh, you'd worked out the method, but then you were going to give the wrong answer. So you... I was going to give the wrong answer, yeah. <laughs> That's why it's a team quiz. You pass it across, John. <laughs> okay, we've got one question left. A number of member, another member of Canned Heat, Henry Vestine, had previously been thrown out of a different Californian band, surprisingly given the time, for drug use. Which group was this, who were accredited on all Frank Zappa albums between 1966 and 1975? Somebody got thrown out of the Mothers of Invention for drug use. <laughs> That, that seems Correct. just a tiny bit hypocritical, but yeah, it's the Mothers of Invention. It is indeed the no. Mothers of Invention, that's right. Okay, I think there's been a bit of a swing uh, in the points there over that round. Let's go over to Clancy to check the scores before we take our first ad break. Blue team 8 points, red team 15 points. So, it's a 7 point, the biggest lead we've ever had after round 3 in this series so far. We're going to take our ad break, please don't go away, we'll be back in 2 minutes time. Hello and welcome, I'm John Nolan and this is After the Fact, the weekly trivia quiz game here on Claremars Community Radio. After three rounds tonight, which is all roughly to do with the letter C, we have a bit of a gap here. The red team, which tonight Dave Finn, Linda Conway and Michael Gunn are on 15 points. A nice seven point lead over the blue team of Andrew Newman, Bernie Osgood and Gareth Kingston. Alright, well let's get on to the final round, which might make all the difference, and it is our 20 questions round. In this round, I will ask the team that's in a question. If they get it right, they get a point, but they also get the next question. This can continue until at most five in a row have been answered correctly, at which point they will have to give over control of the game, but they do get a bonus six point for the achievement. A wrong answer at any stage, we'll see the question that was missed offered across with the other side getting the next question as well. Okay, we go with the team that's trailing. That's the blue team. So Andrew, Bernie and Gareth, here is your first question in round four. If you were to fly exactly due west from any point on the island of Ireland, on which country would you next make landfall? Um, it's going to be Canada. either USA or Canada, isn't it? Canada. Because I think, I think New, York, New York is roughly on a level with Lisbon, so yeah, I'd probably go Canada, yeah. Okay, Canada. Yeah, it's Canada. And it begins with C. <laughs> Well spotted, Gareth. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to... I'm getting the hang of the game, John. I'm getting the hang of it. It's okay. All right, question two. Which TV channel, launched by the British Broadcasting Corporation in 2002, is aimed at young children aged three and above? CBBS. Yeah, probably CBBS, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It is indeed CBBS. Question three. This might... Co- oh, here we go. The brother of a former Taoiseach, who is the current Minister for Agriculture? Maybe not, at time of airing. Ah. <laughs> in recent weeks, he has been in the media spotlight for a previously unrevealed drink-driving conviction. You are sh- up to Up to five minutes ago, was Barry Cowan. <laughs> yes, poor Barry Cowan. But he gets you a point. So he's not pointless. Right. <laughs> okay, question four. Cytology is the study of what? The basic structural, functional and biological unit of all known organisms. Cells. Okay, for five in a row, and the bonus point that goes with it. Which early 20th century avant-garde art movement that revolutionised European painting and sculpture was inspired by the representation of three-dimensional forms in the works of Paul Cézanne? This art form portrayed objects broken up and reassembled in an abstracted form. Cubism. Cubism, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would just say Suzanne, though. Cubism, yeah. Cubism is correct. 
All right, so there you go. You got your five in a row. You got your bonus point. However, you now have to pass control of the game over to the red team. So, Dave, Linda, and Michael, what term refers to, uh, especially to a series of religious wars initiated, supported, and sometimes directed by the Latin Church that occurred in a period between 1096 and 1271? Crusades. 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 Yeah. That's correct. Next question. In March 2003, which film captured the Best Picture Oscar at the Academy Awards? The only musical to have won the top prize since Oliver in 1968. Chicago, surely. Chicago. Yeah. Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. Chicago is correct. All right. Next question. Uh, the Internet Country Code top level domain for which country is dot ch? So everything ch. Switzerland. Switzerland. Yeah, has to. Okay. Yeah, Switzerland. Switzerland. Correct. Yeah, definitely Switzerland. Well, it is, yeah. yes. From Confederatio Helvetica or something. I haven't it written down here in front of me. I'm trying to remember. All right, next question. What word completes this sequence? Old Egyptian, Middle Egyptian, Late Egyptian, Demotic, and what? Oh, oh God. Yeah. I'm wondering if it's language. And if it's language, then it could be cuneiform. But if it, it's anything else, I'm a bit stumped. I think it might be cuneiform, but only because it's because of the Egyptian side. Well, that's all. Unless you're getting nails, Michael. No. Okay. Cuneiform. 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 It's incorrect. So or it's not. We're going across. Uh, blue team, you're going to get the next question, but you get to have a go at this one as well. Could you run through those again? Sure. What word completes this sequence? Old Egyptian, Middle Egyptian, Late Egyptian, Demotic, and what? Could um, it be um, cotton? Egyptian cotton. See where you're going. Um... Could it be something to do with seas? I'm trying to think. Demotic should know. I've um, even heard this before, and I just kind of think. Um, okay, I can't give you too much time. It is only a bonus, after all. I know. Um, no. Um, uh, go, go for cotton. Okay, yeah. you're going for cotton. That is incorrect. The answer I was looking for is Coptic. They are all Coptic. forms of the Egyptian <laughs> language down Coptic. the centuries. And mm -hmm. Yeah. As soon as you read them out again, I went cuneiform. Was at the wrong end. <laughs> yeah. So going from old Egyptian uh, right through all the various different eras of the Egyptian language to mm. Coptic, which is I didn't get that answer. Yeah. Uh, C O P T I C Coptic. It's still used in the Coptic Church as a liturgical language, but not spoken anymore. But it was the last form of Egyptian language. Right. You're still in with the blue team, though. So here's your question. Under which form of licensing, essentially the opposite of copyright, must an author give every person who receives a copy of the work permission to reproduce, adapt or distribute it, with the accompanying requirement that any resulting copies or adaptations are also bound by the same licensing terms? That'd be Creative Commons. I'm okay with that. Is that what you're playing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm afraid it isn't, oh. it isn't oh. in this case. Back over we go, red team. Under which form of licensing, essentially the opposite of copyright, must an author give every person who receives a copy of the work permission to reproduce, adapt, or distribute it, etc., etc.? Well, to be fair, to be fair to Garth, I was I was thinking something similar. Well, <laughs> I, 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 common, is common would be in there, but um, guys, have you any idea? No. No. Creative license, but I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Could be, yeah. Why not? That's as good as anything else. It has to come from somewhere. Yeah, go with creative license. It's only a bonus. Yeah, that's true. It's only a bonus. Okay, we'll go with that. Fred, not. Uh, <clears throat> there was a clue in the question that said essentially the opposite of copyright. It's copyleft copy... licensing. <laughs> you're that's you're make about. that. No, you're making I'm that. Not up. making that. Copyleft. <laughs> we'll Are you serious? Copyleft. Yes. Okay, <laughs> next question for the red team. The compact disc. Moving on. The compact disc, the yep. digital optical data storage format, was first released in 1982, was co-developed by two companies, Sony and which European electronics giant? 
Oh god. Phillips said the thing, wasn't it? Who? Phillips. Did they're not supposed to begin with C? No. But it's a C date. Compact disc is beginning with the question is beginning oh, right, with C. Okay. Phillips would, was my, my, yeah, until we mentioned the C word. <laughs> I thought, yeah, <laughs> C word. Phillips, Phillips was where I was going. Um, okay. I can't think Love of, you go. Any, any, yeah, Phillips is as good as anything else. Okay, you're playing Phillips? It's correct. Yeah. yeah. Well, Michael. Okay, next question. The Belgae, the Gauls, and the Britons are all considered members of which Indo-European peoples, identified by their use of related languages and other cultural similarities? What Celts? Right, are you playing I that? I mean, with, with the Belgae, the Belgae, the Britons, and the who? The, I mean, the Gauls. The Belgae, the Gauls. Yeah. Oh, it's too obvious to be the Celts. It's, it's, it's like that's too obvious to be the Celts. But yeah. it's it, it, it's all the bell guy well the bell guy were British the Britons are Welsh the Gauls French-ish um, I can't think of any large group of tribes that, apart from Celts beginning with C go no, no, no. we'll go with Celts yeah. <laughs> it took a lot of ta- a lot of thinking there to come I just don't want to say press the button John. <laughs> <laughs> which button though <sighs> alright your next question which team, nicknamed the White and Burgundies and the Railwaymen, have won a total of 12 crew. domestic... Crew. Crew. Mm. You interrupted the question far too early. Ooh. So now the other side are going to get Ooh. the entire question. Ooh. Game on. <laughs> <laughs> right. Who are the Railwaymen? Uh, are they the White and Burgundies? It's true. And let... w- when you hear the rest of the question... You no, might... they're playing red, don't mm. Now, here we go. Read out the question, please, again, John. No problem, blue much. team. Here you go. Which team, nicknamed the White and Burgundies and the Railwaymen, has won a total of 12 domestic trophies, all in the 21st century, five championships, four Romanian Cups, and three Romanian Super Cups? They have also reached the Champions League group stages on three occasions. Who uh, Romanian football team. Um, Idiot boy. Not Stal Bucharest. Um, trying to think of places in Romania, but Constantia is in Romania. Okay, we are getting the next Constantia. question as well. So, you, okay, you're saying Constantia. Yeah. Unlucky, no, it was Cluj. Cluj, yeah, you knew it, Dave. For too late, for too early. That is a mm. massive cannon pointed at my foot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, now we're over to the Blues who are in and currently trailing by six. So let's see how they get on here. Uh, which right. politician has served as General Secretary of the Communist Party of China and Chairman of the Central Military Commission of China since 2012? He's also been President of the People's Republic of China since 2013. I can't remember his name. Um, is it Xi? Um, yeah, but... XI. Yeah, um, is he good at that, though? Is John good at just... Uh, yeah, it is Xi. Yeah. Is John good at that surname, though? That's correct. Yeah. Yes, Xi Jinping, <laughs> but of course, she is the surname there. All right, next question. Recognizable for its wedge shaped marks on clay tablets made by means of a blunt reed or stylus, what is the name of the system of writing invented by the Sumerians in ancient Mesopotamia? You know, I think this is cuneiform. Oh. <laughs> You're already on Oh. Uh, shall, shall we shall we go with cuneiform and make Dave's pain complete? <laughs> I've already binged the bell because it was quick. Yeah. <laughs> the optic wasn't You can't walk out. You're, you're in your house, <laughs> okay, you got two. Here we go. Next question. <laughs> Which inflammatory disease of the gastrointestinal tract was named after? The American gastroenterologist who, in 1932, at the Mount Sinai Hospital in New York, described a series of patients with inflammation of the terminal ileum of the small intestine, the area most commonly affected by the illness. Crohn's disease. Oh, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's the one. Okay, you yeah. playing that? Yeah. Uh-huh. Crohn's. It's correct. Crohn's disease. Considered a great old one within the pantheon of H.P. Lovecraft, which fictional cosmic de- entity, often portrayed as an octopus, a dragon, and a caricature of human form, was first introduced by the author in a short story of 1928? It's Cthulhu. Yes, it is. 
round for five in a row and to level the scores with a history dating back to the first decade of the 20th century and with each letter referring to the ink plates used which four letters are used to describe the subtractive colour model commonly used in colour printing presumably that's CMYK I have no idea which is the four colour print isn't it Um, cyan magenta yellow black correct yeah yeah you're right yeah yeah CMYK Correct, and a second bell. Right, the sides are level, but you have to give control of the game over. So, and there are two questions remaining in the set. And the red team. Did Dave wait to ask the question fully before you give the answer? Please. Dave, just be yourself. Be yourself. Don't go changing. Wait till the question is finished being asked, and then we can answer it. Thank you. Go ahead, Dave. Right. Now, with that team, team talk, pep talk by Linda delivered, we can move on to the second last question of the set. It is, after successfully invading England in 1016, which king, often given the soubriquet the Great, would also become ruler of Denmark in 1018 and Norway in 1028, bringing them all into a short-lived Nazi empire that ended on his death in 1035? You know, still name coming to mind with me. Yeah, that, that, yeah Grant, perfect. Is it, it's... C. 1036 C. Canute. Hardy Canute wouldn't work. Yeah, he's the only king of England I can think of whose name begins with C, who is Danish. Timeline fits. Okay. He didn't mention holding back the sea, so. Yeah, mm. I'm happy with Canute. He's correct. Dad. Canute the Great. Oh. Right. Final question of the set. You're currently one point up. Here we go. During his 15 year career as a wrestler, Philip Brooks. Born October 1978 in Chicago, Illinois, won the WWE Championship twice, WWE's World Heavyweight Championship three times, as well as ECW and ROH World Championships. In 2014, he retired as a wrestler and signed with the UFC. However, his career in mixed martial arts consists of just two fights, both defeats. Under what ring name does Philip Brooks compete? Silence. Silence. Silence is golden. I have no idea. There are, wow. <laughs> Was there a wrestler called CM Punk? Would that be? Oh, I'd yeah. yeah. Oh, fantastic. Because believe me, my answer was so wrong. It wasn't funny. <laughs> I was, the only C I could think of was uh, Ice Cold Steve Austin, Austin, which is wrong on so many levels. CM Punk. <laughs> I think, yeah. He's yeah, I'm I I have nothing better than that. Okay, that was fair. It's correct. Brilliant. Well done, Michael. <laughs> Fantastic. Great answers oh, well done. Well done. So yeah. sorry to put you through that, guys. Well done, Dave, and well done, Michael. Well oh, done. Well done, blue team. Yeah, well played. Wow. Well, a well, well. I'd say thank you to Dave for making it exciting by doing that. Complete howler in the middle of the fourth Dr- round. Dramatic. <laughs> yes, that was very dramatic indeed. It made for the dramatic ending. That's what that did. It was <laughs> All right, let's go and check the scores, the final scores with Clancy tonight. Blue team 20 points. Red team 22 points. So there it is, confirmed. It's a two point win for the red team. That's the first win for the red team in the series, indeed. Okay, thank you to everyone for taking part tonight. Hard luck to the blue team Andrew Newman Bernie Osgood and Gareth Kingston valiant effort but just came up short there at the end right. thank you for all for taking part and congratulations to the red team Dave Finn Linda Conway and wrestling expert Michael Gunn there for winning that one uh, <laughs> thank you at home for listening as well if you're listening on a digital platform please stay tuned the podcast extras will be coming up in a moment other than that I'll say good night and thank you for listening and see you next week for another quiz Podcast Extras. And your final teammate is another returning player. A couple of years since you've been with us, isn't it, Mr. Michael Gunn? Um, sorry, John. I've never been with you after the fact. Oh, have you not? Ever. Oh, I... This is, I'll this is my debut. I'll, oh, damn it, heck. I'm going to have to reword the intro that, now. And re- that again, John. I'm just going to have to get edited in. <laughs>
<laughs> no, this is my first time. I've I'm threatened really... it a few times, but I never, I never actually made it. I'm very I'm sorry. Surprised the next time he says it. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Hang on. <clears throat> and finally. I get the recent <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Very, very sensible tactics there, Andrew. That's the old head. I, that's, that's I hit the wrong noise. Yeah. 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 You just gave them the wrong I answer did. buzzer. I did, John. Yeah, that is correct, answer. everyone. That is correct. <laughs> Much as I'd love to, because I was there going, "Oh, please say John Hughes." Please say John. <laughs> I can't do the wrong answer buzzer. I'm sorry. Hang on. Jeez, but it's not John Hughes. Okay. Has anybody said x81 by any chance? <laughs> I had. Right. That's, that's, a, that's a spectrum. Yeah. Singular spectrum. That's, doesn't yep. really... Okay. Good to no, know, Andrew. I'm just... I'm just... I'm just... I'm just... I'm just... Carry on. Okay, we'll As carry on. Well, I mean, I'm sure he's great, but... <laughs> um... <laughs> Thanks, Linda. <laughs> it's just, it's just the way that was. That was just delivered well. I'm sure he's great, but <laughs> probably turn out to be a mass killer or something. And <laughs> I will have I'll you have on. We'll have you recorded, Gareth. Yeah, we'll have you. Louis C.K. Uh, that's his real name, is uh, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I have to take back my positive comments. <laughs> <laughs> um, Michael is on uni. Uh, Mike, you're muted, I'm afraid, still. You never unmuted yourself, sorry. <laughs> Hang on, I'll unmute you there. Okay, Michael. No, music wouldn't be my... Pick a number, please. It was similar to Andrew there. Which one do you want to go for? Eight or eight or nine? Because I think, I think, for some reason, he's getting annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go for it, we'll go for it. I think yeah, that's... Michael has already told us he doesn't consider music one of his... Although he did pull Combat Rock out of nowhere, so I don't think it's possible. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was a band, start, a band starting with C, I mean. <laughs> okay, that's point for you guys, that's yes, right. Yesterday, yesterday, I wouldn't have known anything about it. <laughs> see, the song could begin with C, though, couldn't it? Or no, it couldn't. Oh, sneaky. That would be sneaky. But we'll put it back to Northern, yeah. Okay. But, like, no, that happens. The song could begin with C or the artist. It doesn't necessarily have to be that the artist begins to see. You guys really like dragging kind of bonuses one... out. You really you really do like having the in-depth chats for the bonuses. Hi, hi, hi. Hi, that's... The buzzer, the buzzer means nothing tonight. Remember that. <laughs> okay, fair enough. One error. I'm who, not going to be tired Who was it then, John? I, I knew somebody at school called Claire Morris. Um, oh, here. For a while, I thought you were a tribute act, but... Um, oh, here, act. not. <laughs> well, here's a fun fact. The, 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 we used to have a, um, a festival called the Bacon Something Festival, right? Back in the 70s, 80s. I can't remember what it was called. But they, 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 they found a lady in the UK called Claire Morris, and they flew her over as being a special guest for that week's festival in 1970, I think it was. Sad. <laughs> I That's a good story. She dines out on it to this day, though. But she dines out on bacon, probably. Okay, Dave, are you anyway. back yet? Because, of course, I can't see if you're there. And he's muted. No, uh, he's I'm back, John. You're back. Sorry. Okay, all right. Well, I'm just going to mute you oh, all I again. Bacon was, uh, do you know, bacon's one of those places where... I know of it. I think I've been through it, but I need independent evidence. Well, no, bacon, by co coincidence, is not, even though that's beside Claire Mars. No, Andrew's festival it was about the actual meat product. It was, yeah, it was a really bacon fun. festival. Would, it would, have been, would have been more fun if it was in bacon. It, well, true. If, <laughs> if bacon had the bacon festival, that would be... We had a bacon factory back then. And, uh, Claire Morris would have been confused as to why she was in a place called Bacon. Being the, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the rather. Why have you flown me in all the way just to come whereas, to Bacon? Whereas Richard Bacon would have been looking on going, oh. <laughs> you learn so much from drawing quizzes. I, again, the independent, very, uh, we're a Stokes Kennedy crowd, the independent, <laughs> and Judicate, that one's just a bit weird. Okay, so that, that turned out way more exciting than I was expecting it to be. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was, was good. Monumental. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
of the highest order. Oh. It was spectacular, it has to be said. They're made for a dramatic I ending. I should have. Why did I say. I know the railroad crew are the railwomen, but well, they was... have not won 12 anything. Well, you didn't even let me get to that part of the question, because you, you, you just heard railwomen. <laughs> it was the railmen, yeah, and then begins with C. Yeah. And the fact it begins with C is a nice coincidence. Yeah, that's fine. It was Pavlov's quizzing. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. It's just it's 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 instinctive. Hit the buzz 